What's up, guys? We are back. This is The Real Deal with Casey and Jason, where we talk real life, real experiences, and occasionally real estate. And uh, today we're going to talk about something else. Coffee. That Jason and I are pretty <laughs> passionate about. And we haven't really mentioned it yet, but maybe this will be a common theme going forward. And our favorite coffee shop here yeah. in Chesapeake City. Cafe on the Bay. Correct. And if you can <laughs> oh, see this here, you. everyone's got our, our Cafe on the Bay cups. So I, I feel like I'm the unofficial sponsor. Uh, yes, we, we you have been. You just didn't know it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Jason has been bringing a Cafe on the Bay uh, coffee to every one of our episodes so far. Right. And uh, today we have a very special guest. Tammy, the owner of Cafe on the Bay, is here in studio. What's up, Tammy? Thanks hey, for being here. Thank you for inviting me. Here, Absolutely. This is going to be fun. Um I want to start off with a question that we ask all our guests. Have you listened in entirety to every episode that we've recorded? Almost everyone. Um, let's see, the second to the last one that was, that was a really long one. That, like, but Probably I, Jake's. Um, was it Jake's? The second to the last the, one? The trainer, the, yes. yeah, yeah. Okay. That was long. But I did, like, I, I like to put it when I'm driving in my car. The problem is because I work and live in the same building. I don't yeah. drive my car very often, so uh, I have to make it a special point to listen to the podcast. Well, here's here's another question that we posed last week. How do you listen? Is it on YouTube? Is it on Apple? YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I don't have a special um, yeah. subscription, I guess. To so, so now we're on all of. So in addition to YouTube, we're on um, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts. RSS. RSS. We're all over the place. So we're always curious, like, how do people actually listen in? Yeah. Um, I think it's cool when people go to YouTube because they get to see us, and I feel like we connect a little bit. I think you definitely connect more if you can see someone. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm a visual. Like, I, if I just listen, I'll get sidetracked. So I like to I like to watch. Um, but, yeah, so I saved you guys as a favorite. So now every time I open YouTube, it just automatically goes there. That's Very what we cool. want. That's, that's, awesome. that's right. So, guys, take a page out of Tammy's book. <laughs> Save us as a favorite. And then every time you open YouTube, you're going to see us pop up. Um, today, actually, we released a really cool episode with my daughter. I had her on. Super, oh, nice. super cool episode. Oh, so, I can't wait. So little okay. Clara, yeah, who... Um, well, you know Claire from mm -hmm. from running around and playing in Chesapeake City and snowball stuff like that. Fights. Yeah, yeah, snowball she, fights, yeah. getting the pastries and all that good stuff. So she's super excited about it. Uh, that'll be a cool one for everyone to listen to as well. But um, why don't we start by just asking you? So you own Cafe on the Bay, yeah. and um, I'll start with why. So why do you own a coffee shop in Chesapeake um, City? We'll start there. Yeah, tell wow, us the whole that, deal. That's, how that's you got loaded. There. I don't know how, how long do we have. <laughs> we got um, so I was working for Bank of America, and it was it was a job. It was okay, but mm. I was like, I cannot see myself doing this the next twenty five years of my life. Like yep. I, I just can't. Um, I love helping people, but it's just like I just can't do the the corporate atmosphere. The you know, um, yes. I, I said one of the kickers, I think my brother was getting married and I was like, and it was kind of like a, not a last minute planning, but it was like, you know, I need that weekend off. Oh, I'm sorry. Crystal already has that weekend off, that's, that's so, yeah. but it's, but it's my brother's yeah. wedding. Like it's, you know, like, so yeah. just like corporate policies are so like rigid and so mm -hmm. whatever. Um, so I was like, you know, I'm going to be my own boss and <laughs> make my own schedule. So I don't have to work as hard, which was. That's the reason. That's hilarious, though, right? Yeah, now you work twice as hard. You work twice as hard for less money, but but it's on your own time. But you, and feel, you control your life. You feel like you have a little bit of control, but yeah. yeah, I agree. I just had this conversation with uh, a real another realtor. Actually, I met with for lunch this week, you and talked we, to another realtor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't bought him lunch. But he was saying the same thing. He was like leaving the corporate world. You know, you you think you're getting more freedom. You end up 
spending more time, more yeah. weekends, more evenings, but you at least have, you made the choice to do that. Right. So it kind of makes it a little bit, yeah. I don't know. I don't want to say easier. It's not easier, but it, at least you took the choice and you had, you took the responsibility of, you know, look, if your brother gets married, hopefully not again, but, <laughs> but if he does, you're going to be there because right. you have the choice because you own yeah. the business. Right. Uh, what did you do at Bank of America? I didn't know that. Uh, I was a relationship manager. Um, okay. And that was only like. That's a, what you do as a, as, a, yeah. as the owner of a coffee shop. Yeah, yeah. I'm a relationship manager. So, yeah. Did you manage um, people there? Um, no. So I was in a branch setting. So I would, you know, open accounts, apply for credit cards, car loans, you know, that kind of thing. Got um it. So it was a, so I had a book business prior to that. Mm -hmm. Well, with the invention of Amazon, um, the novelty of what we did kind of wore off a little bit. So I was like, all right, well, let's reinvent myself. And mm -hmm. the Bank of America gig was just kind of a, I needed something with insurance and, you know, it's like just. Stability. It sounded fun, yep, you know, but yeah. again, it just locked into that corporate world after having my own set schedule before yeah. and going into that, it's like, oh, you know. That made it really difficult. It, it was a tough um, transition. Um, so again, yeah, now I work twice as hard for less money, but, <laughs> but it's so much fun. Um, so I wanted to do something on my own mm -hmm. and I, you know, and I said anything but food service. What, uh, what time frame funny? are we in at this point? Um, that was back, well, 2017, beginning of 18 was when I really like, cause I lose track. I don't even know. Yeah. How, I so we've know been open. It'll be five years. So actually this week will be five years that I own the building. Wow. Oh, wow. So, um, but yeah, so I just decided, and, and I was just going through like crazy stage in my life. So I tell people jokingly that the coffee shop was my midlife crisis. Mm -hmm. So I had, my oldest son was in Towson. Mm -hmm. Um, he had a year and a half left. My youngest was in co in high school, a year and a half left. And I was like, Whoa, <laughs> like, what am I going to do with my life? Like I spent, you know, my whole life being hockey mom, like driving kids and, you know, PTA and doing all this other stuff. I'm like, what am I going to do with my life? Like my kids are like. You know they're yeah, leaving. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to have like my own identity and my own life. Mm. Um, so that's when I was like, you know, I need to do something. And but you know that that something was in the back of my brain. And I was like, all right, well, I'm looking around, and and again, I was like, I'll do anything but food service. <laughs> here, so here we are. Yeah. But but um, so um, I actually had clients at Bank of America that were looking to buy a building in Chesapeake City. I was like, oh, I love Chesapeake City. You know, <laughs> so we used to we. come. We lived over in Northeast, and so okay. we'd come by boat and go to Chesapeake Inn. We'd you know go for ice cream. That was just it was just a destination for us. Yeah. You you know, we always loved it. And I jokingly told my kids, like, when I die, I want my ashes scattered under the Chesapeake City Bridge. <laughs> like, little did I know I'd be living there. Yeah. So. Literally um, under the bridge. Literally <laughs> yes. under the bridge. Yeah. Um, so I was like, you know, I told these people that were looking for a building. I was like, oh, you know, my friend's a realtor. Sorry, I didn't know you at the time. So, so yeah, you know, yeah, I was like. This is a common theme. Double, yeah. double burn on Jason today. Yeah, do you have a realtor now? I was like, let me call my friend. And then I was like, well, by the way, can I go with you? Because it was like, you know, I. I love Chesapeake City and I was just curious what the market was and how much houses cost and, and yeah. whatnot. So we met with her. She set up like two houses, three houses. And then she's like, but I've got one more. And um, how it always. yeah, I got one <laughs> more way out of the price range of what, you know, what they were looking for. So, you know, we just went and that building just spoke to me. I went home That's that cool. night and I was like. I need that building. Mm. Like it just spoke to me. It's like I was meant to be here. So I started like turning the wheels. I was like, all right, so maybe I'll buy the building, live upstairs. But clearly with it was I was in over my head on what mm. I wanted to spend. 
Um, it's like clearly I need to do some sort of income at the bottom. So, you know, doing some research, went over, talked to town hall. I was like, look, you know, and they told me it was zone four. You could live upstairs, have a business downstairs. And um, I said, what do you guys like? What does Chesapeake City need? Coffee shop, hands down. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'll, I'll put a plug. Sandra Edwards from Economic Development yeah. uh, was she with was town, a town hall. Administrator at the time. Yeah. And um, met with her a couple of times. She was super helpful of like what you need to get to you know to be here so um shout out sandra yeah um you know if they told me like chesapeake city needs a tattoo parlor i would have learned how to do tattoos <laughs> i was like okay coffee how hard could coffee be and again i didn't want i never wanted to do food service just because it's like I, my kids worked in kitchens in mm-hmm. high school i was like yeah i hear the stories yeah you know the you know uh, i was like anything but food service and i was like coffee that seemed a little less scary. I was like, I can learn how to brew some coffee. Yeah. Um, so I bought a espresso machine secondhand from a guy and he spent four days like training me on the first day. Okay. Here's what to do. Practice. I'll be back in a week. So I brought <laughs> lattes to town hall. Like here, try these. Cause you before know, there's you were, only so many I could drink at a time. Right, so, right. um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of how the whole concept came and together. You so, but was, you weren't even looking at that time. It, that was for, you, you kind of were. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in, in the back of my mind, I'd been like, you know, I, I want to work for myself because gotcha. I can't keep doing this. But gotcha. I just hadn't found the thing yet. And yeah. again, that that building just spoke to me. And that's, you know, I, I might be jumping ahead. But, you know, when, when, we, when we talked about, you know, you, um, you know, what what drew me to the town and what um, my advice to be for somebody starting a business because I had no idea like what I was getting myself into. Like it was a lot. I went to the, um, the Cecil County library program has a really cool small business, um, administration center that they can help you out. They're a great resource. Um, and by the time I bought the building and got myself into it, I was like, Oh my gosh, (laughs) what am I, what am I doing? Like, uh, like, um, but my best piece of advice for somebody um, for starting a business is if you have the ability, own your building. Mm-hmm. That was my, you know, so right. I called up my parents. So I'm quitting my corporate job <laughs> and I'm going to open a coffee shop. <laughs> How did they take that? How proud are you? Um, like, you know, it was like, yeah, my, my dad's exact comment. Yeah, Do you know how many $2 cups of coffee you have to sell to pay that mortgage? <laughs> I was like, wow, that's that's where my demographic, like, I, yeah, I was like, well, no, first of all, I want to do $5 lattes. That's, that's where the money's at, right? Um, you know, so, um, you know, he's like, are you crazy? Like, why don't you just lease the building? I was like, you know, because then somebody else controls me. Yeah, mm-hmm. just like at, at your job at Bank of America. Same concept. Somebody else, you know, I want to <laughs> yeah. cut out a window, knock down a wall, like, you know. Yeah. And plus, I knew there was going to be a lot of cost associated with redesigning a kitchen and whatnot. And why would I spend all that money on something I don't even own? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my biggest piece of advice for anybody is building. if you have the ability, own the building. Um, you know, I've, I've seen too many places go out of business because the building owner, they see lines out the door. They're like, they're killing it. Yep. We're charging them too cheap. We're going to yep. raise their you know lease. That's a good and point. You're, you're locked in. That's you're absolutely point. locked in. Well, so. But uh, almost five years later, you're... I can't, I can't remember the town without a coffee shop. I don't like what did you brought so many people downtown. Like one of my questions is like, what's it like to be kind of like the hub 
Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's right. Like, I would say that 100. percent Yeah, I mean, like you're at, at, in to some degree the hub of the town, especially to start everybody's day. I mean, I think that's that's. I mean, I know that's where I go to meet up with so many people. Yeah, and it's a it's a huge part of you know my life and my family's life, big oh, time. Thank you, so, and that and it is. It's a little like sometimes you, you, you probably know everything before. <laughs> Like people come to people. me. Yeah. People come yeah. to me. What do you know? That you know yeah. everything. What do you know? Yeah. Um, but you it is a, a little like yeah. sometimes yeah. I like pinch myself. Like, how did this all happen? Because yeah. I've really, in a short period of time, I really do feel like I've ingrained myself in the city. Um, yeah. Absolutely. And I do feel like we've created this cozy atmosphere that people enjoy coming. And you know, yeah. it's it's like how many people can be paid to have people come over for coffee? Like it's like I'm inviting yeah. you into my home. I live there. Yeah. We live upstairs. That's true. And I'm like, you know, I'm just inviting people into my home for coffee and they pay me. Just, just don't <laughs> like, come upstairs. Yeah. Just don't come upstairs. I mean, you can sometimes. It's, you know, uh, well, you know what? We do invite people upstairs. That's we, right. We're going to get to that. Yes, yeah, yes. we're going to get to that. We'll talk about that in a minute. But, but it is a little bit like, for me even, like, wow. Like, I'm pretty proud of what has created itself. And, yeah. you know, it's... Um, How cool is that? I mean, we talk about it all the time because one of our big um, drivers for doing this is we want to give people confidence that are in their nine to five job or their corporate job like we were, both of Mm -hmm. us, all three of us, and give them the confidence to start something. If you have something that's calling to you and it's in there, then start taking steps to make that happen. And you've really done that. So that's so cool to look back now and think. Yeah, now you get to invite people over. You have coffee. It's like an awesome environment. Um, great family environment. You do a lot for the town and having kids. So my kids, you know, obviously love um, stopping by and doing all the the stuff that you set up in town. So dog friendly too. Dog which, friendly. Which I, oh yeah, I respect. Yeah. Ladies, Rig- ladies been there. Yes, Riggins has been there. Yep. And I know you have dogs there all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought of a story. Oh, Tammy saved my life. She I did. She doesn't know this. Wow. Okay. This is. Uh, we'll go back to New Year's Day, like. <laughs> Five years, oh four God. years ago, maybe. Okay. Um, back when I was on the sauce, we'll say. Yeah. Uh, we ended up staying at a friend's house because I wasn't driving home. We stopped at Cafe on the Bay on the way home. Got a coffee and a breakfast sandwich, and I'm pretty sure it saved my life. Saved your life. I'm sure. So I'm we sure do save many lives. We do have what we call the hangover special, which is sausage, okay. egg, and cheese on a bagel, because it's like you got the butter, you got the grease, you got the. That's, the, that's your normal. I'm, that's, I'm sober. That's what I get all the time. You didn't even know that was your. That we call nice. it the hangover special. Wow. So, um, Very cool. Yeah. So we save a lot of lives. You should see. So um, Chesapeake in. A lot of the boaters, mm-hmm. you know, we, we oh, actually yeah. need to get like a, a zip line or something. Just send sandwiches down that way. That would be so cool. Um, yeah. Something that dropped right into the basin. My, or my the dream are? someday we're going to have delivery. It's just been a little, you know, mm-hmm. it's been hard to find employees just to work and do the basics. But then, you know, but delivery down to the marina and whatnot. So the invention of mobile orders was like the best thing. So yeah, um, let maybe. Um, well, first I wanted to say you mentioned kind of we all had nine to fives and then you know took steps to you know, jump into something and just to kind of recap for the people that might not be doing it because they're afraid and they don't know what it's going to look like it sounds like you had no idea what it was going to look like but you just figured it out figured it out and that's kind of how those things tend to work like when you right. i mean you you can plan and plan and plan and plan and plan but at the end of the day if you are taking those steps to you know put yourself out there 
and are committed to it, you'll find a way to make it work. Right. So the way I looked at it, um, at first I was like, well, maybe I could keep my job at Bank of America and work it. And I was like, you know what? I've got to go all in. Yeah. So people are like, you know, how Jimmy? I was like, I had no choice but to make it work. I quit my job. And bought the I, building. Yeah, yeah, bought the building. You I literally have, put your back up against the wall. I have no like, choice. Ah. I have to make this work. Yeah. Um, and you figure it out. But even nowadays, I was like... You know, the things that I didn't know I didn't know, mm-hmm. like how to do, you know, taxes and payroll and, you know, the, you know, insurance and like there's things I didn't know I didn't know. Yeah. And you just figure it out. Mm-hmm. Even like the, oh, sorry. No, no, you go ahead. I was going to say even stuff like the POS system. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like for me, I, cause I, you know, I'm always looking at businesses cause I also have in my mind that I'm like, I, I want to be a business owner. I don't mm-hmm. know exactly what it looks like or what that opportunity is, but. <laughs> like things go through my mind. I'm like, yeah. I haven't worked with a POS system since I was working at Happy Harry's <laughs> at, at 16 years old. Like, I don't even know what the technology looks like, how much it costs. Right. So there's so much unknown, but I think it's really cool that you took the leap because that's what makes you figure it out. Right. If you try to analyze every little thing and step and obstacle that is going to be in your way, you'll never leap. I forget what I was listening to the other day. Something that you listened to as well. It's probably Andy Frisella, but one of the guests said like people always try to find a reason to be more prepared instead of doing just doing something like you're right. always finding a reason to read something else before you do it talk to somebody else before you do it but eventually you just have to do it yeah that's i think that's awesome yeah like we bought the building um mid-march and i was open may 14th and there were some hurdles so it was wow. you know things with licensing and you know the um health department coming in and doing inspections and you thought everything and they're like oh no there must be you know a door here uh, you know just little things like that that i was like all right but again i was like you know hell bent i was like well i've already quit my job i've got to start making money i've got to i've got to do this um and actually so one of the things we were going to talk about was the airbnb yeah but that's what Kind yes, of created the Airbnb because I was like, I have no choice to make this work. And if it doesn't, like, I'm just trying to, like, grasp at straws of, like, just different revenue streams. Yeah, how, of, did, that, how did that evolve? So so you have, what does your Airbnb look like at so Cafe on the Bay? we've got two rooms upstairs right above the coffee shop. They mm-hmm. each have a queen-size bed and they share one bathroom in the hallway. Not okay. ideal, but... You know, two it's bed, what the building is. So, yeah, so bed. you rent each room separately and then they share a bedroom in the, the bathroom in the hallway. Hmm. Um, and, you know, it was kind of it started. We had a conversation with one of the ladies that worked at Shipwatch and she's like, oh, my gosh, we're always over full. And, you hmm. know, and I was like, hmm, you wheels turn in. And yeah. that was, you know. Um, I think we might have been the first Airbnb in Chesapeake City since then. Like they've exploded because, right. you know, um, there's lots of bed and well, I should say lots. There are several bed and there's breakfasts. three bed and breakfasts. The true, you know, where you you go, you stay and, and whatnot. Right. And um, so I was like, well, I'll just take the scraps like whatever, you know, if they're overbooked, they can call me. And that's how it started. And so, um, you, so you opened in May of 2018. Mm-hmm. When did you start the Airbnb? The same. Really? Right then. I had no idea. Right then. That's yeah. Cool. And again, it was another like, you know, well throw stuff at the wall hope it sticks and it's been um, going pretty well yeah so um it it pays the mortgage that's awesome i wow. keep saying you know oh i'm gonna stop doing it because in part of having the airbnb i've given up a lot of living space yeah so you know we've got the two big bedrooms um i'm in a nine by nine bedroom that's mm-hmm. my master bedroom is nine by nine wow. and you know the boys are on the whole third floor and we share one bathroom there um is it ideal no but again it's you know, you got to 
You make those sacrifices. Right, yeah. right. I was like, well, you know. Um, and now I can't even, I keep thinking, oh, maybe I won't do B&B. Maybe I'll turn that into a nice master suite for myself, you know. <laughs> um, but we're booked, you know, St. Patrick's Day happened, and I've already booked for next St. Patrick's Day. So it's like, well, wow. I can't find a cutoff. Dude, so I was like, well, okay, we're just going to keep doing it. That it's is just, so cool. Yeah, it's just, it's working. Yeah, I love so. that. That's awesome. That's really cool. So uh, short-term rental. Yeah. You think it's a positive thing for sure. Yeah, so I don't know. Especially Chesapeake City. Yeah, I think Chesapeake City is great. I don't know that it would make enough money to be worth it if I just bought a building and did it for short-term rental only. Right. Um, I mean, we're booked every single weekend from March to December. Hmm. Um, I went to business there and living there, too. Yeah, so, and, you know, we already make breakfast. So they get free breakfast when they come downstairs. (laughs) So it it just kind of works. If I just had a building and I had to pay the insurance and the mortgage and all that, and it weren't rented, I'd be like having heart palpitations, like hoping it works, right. you know. Yeah. So um, it, it works for us. It's it's kind of like gravy, you know. It's just extra yeah. add-on, which is, it's been nice, though. That's awesome. So. Yeah, I mean, me and Danielle have talked about that. We, mm-hmm. So we're like, we would love to buy property. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, but if we're going to take on this big chunk, we need to figure out a way to generate some income on the property. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, so it's very cool that you have that op- option to yeah. be able to rent it out. And it sounds like it's going well. We just sold our Airbnb. We did had you, one. Did yeah. you have one in town or no? Where no, was no. It? This was down at the beach, but we oh. just sold it. Okay. We closed today, actually, which is really exciting. So wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Um, I've bought property and done a lot of mortgages, but okay, it's the first one we ever sold. So okay, I'm looking forward to um seeing the money hit my account. Hopefully, <laughs> at some point at about two o'clock this afternoon. Yeah. And that's what people that asked me about Airbnb. I was like, well, first, I think you have to be able to clean it and you know and it's hard if you're remote and you're paying mm-hmm. somebody to clean it yeah that's you know a big chunk of your money right now and that's what again that's what works for us is i'm already there you know yeah. i can make a bed and scrub a toilet like you know in between yeah whatever so yeah ours being it was just so seasonal at the beach right it was like we had a three-month window and then the management company there was 25 percent off of the top top line so okay that's a lot yeah we were like but that cleaned it though too it cle- okay. um well the the renters actually paid for cleaning each time they would okay. stay all right so we were it just you know wasn't taking us in the direction we wanted to go yeah. at the moment but um i definitely th- there is potential in short-term rental especially right. a town like chesapeake city where it's such a small area right and there's not really a big population but a lot of people want to be there very tourism we you know i'll tell you what through through covid i think is kind of what make us made chesapeake city as a whole boom um people weren't able to get on airplanes and go on cruises and go to you know different countries um so they were looking for things to get out of the house like i I just want something to do like it feels like the boating community really exploded around that time too yeah people were working from home they could work from their boat yeah i mean and i think so people were looking for things closer to home and they found us and Mm -hmm. we're like this little hidden gem that has now been discovered not very hidden anymore no yeah no it's it's booming um and you know it's I I give a lot of um, businesses in town really help with the economy like Chesapeake in, you know, even in January, February, March, when we don't typically have a lot of business, you know, they're having, um, you know, Elvis impersonators, drag shows, um, you know, comedy shows like, you know, and and things like and we'll book our Airbnb. We'll book for those weekends and they're here for that. So, you know, it's it's nice that we have a lot of businesses that really make it an effort to bring people in on the off season Mm -hmm. um, because it is Chesapeake City is a very seasonal, seasonal town. Yeah. 
So as far as COVID, I know we wanted to talk about that because a lot of small businesses were just completely crushed during COVID. So right. a lot went out of business, like they were shut down, they weren't even able to sell. Um, so talk to us a little bit about your experience with that, maybe right. some of the changes you made and then, you know, kind of what it looks like on the backside of that. Right. So we heard the, you know, the first time we heard COVID, right? you know, um, and we heard that there might be a possibility of shutting down and no indoor dining. Mm -hmm. And um, literally they made that announcement on a Tuesday, I think it was. Um, and it was implemented like Wednesday. It wasn't like, you know, hey, we have two weeks and you're going to be no indoor dining. So I literally Tuesday, I was like, all right, well, let's move the furniture. We opened up the front windows. So we had one window was ordering, one order was picking up and we just yeah. shoved all the furniture out of the way and just did it like a little ice cream mm -hmm. booth, you know, It's and took orders. And um, it's funny because we actually, we did well. Um, even without indoor dining, we did well. Um, it's the convenience factor yeah. at that point. Right, right. And, you know, everyone loves going out and eating food, but, you know, I think because of our price point, we lent ourselves well to food that you want to just pick up and take home. Yeah. Like, as much as we all love going to, like, Prime 225 and sitting mm -hmm. down and having a, you know, $100 steak, like, you don't want to pick that up and go home and eat it right. as much yeah. as, you know, it wasn't... You're also paying for the atmosphere. Yeah, you're paying inside. for that atmosphere, and that's where, you know, I think that was hard for a lot of the bigger businesses with bigger overhead, but it's like, we just, we made it work, and our price point yeah. really kind of helped. I just wanted to get out of the house, and... Was there any delivery at that point? I know you said you don't do delivery, but did you? We, no? No, but that's when we started with our mobile ordering, though. Because, you know, people, so funny, we put like plastic up around our porch so you could stay warm out there with heaters. <laughs> and, you know, people, they'd wait in line and they'd order and then they'd stand there and wait for their food. So we started with the mobile ordering. And yeah. it was like, oh, you mobile order and you just come to that window and people pick it up. And we'd, people like walk in front of them and grab their stuff and leave. They're like, wait a minute. I, I still haven't done that. I need to get on oh, board. Yeah. yeah. I don't do it. Some as people often don't as they do it as often as they should. Some you people know, they, sit in line and then. Uh, some people complain about send, sitting send, in line. Uh, send text messages on a Saturday morning. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> on a Saturday morning, we got, you know, Charlie and Jason there. Man, I wish we had an express lane. I said, though, there is. Yeah, Mobile orders. Next thing you know, it's on Facebook. I'm like, this was a private conversation. <laughs> Jason's also prospecting, though. When he's standing in line, he's prospecting everyone in line. <laughs> Absolutely. I hope you got a house deal out of that. Yeah, but, maybe uh, one time. Yeah. yeah, so that that's what prompted the mobile orders. But, but yeah, back to the whole COVID thing, it really changed how we did things. Um, and, and it's funny because speaking of real estate, um, you know, at the time I was like, oh, I wish my building were bigger because we mm -hmm. just, it is pretty tight quarters in there for seating when the weather's bad, everyone's shoved in there. When it's nice, you know, we've got the porch, we've got outside, they're sitting in the park, they're everywhere. But right. you notice how small our building is when the weather's bad because everyone wants to be inside. Part yeah. of my mind was thinking, wow, if like the building next door would ever go for sale or whatever, yeah. maybe we could expand and blow that out and whatever. Well, it did go for sale. Yeah, it did. But COVID kind of, I, it reeled me back in. I was like, you know what? Without missing a beat, we were able to still serve those customers with no indoor seating at all. Right. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I don't necessarily need that overhead. So it was yeah. kind of a an aha moment of, you know. Yeah. So that's another thing, I guess, during COVID, because we ended up uh, right when COVID hit, we were living in my mom's house, helping her get it sold. <clears throat> it sold in, I want to say, April of that year. Then we moved into an Airbnb in Northeast. We lived there for a period of time while our house was being built. Mm -hmm. um, we ended up running out of time with that Airbnb. So we had to move from that to 
a place in Chesapeake City for like two weeks. I remember you guys we, were in town. Yeah, yeah. and then we were coming to you see. You came for ten, breakfast every morning. Yeah, there, we were, right? yeah exactly. We were, Claire was like hooked on the uh, chocolate chip muffins, so we were coming down to get them. But um, what a weird time that was. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm glad that you know. It sounds like you made some you know, kind of forced adjustments again that were like, they turned out to be great yeah. things. Yeah. And then before we opened again, I'm like, well, you know what? We're already closed. Let's blow out the kitchen. Not blow it out, but you know what I mean? Let's renovate, change some things. When we first bought the building, it was like, okay, well, it was set up as a house. Mm -hmm. So that kitchen was, well, there was a stove here and that's got 220. That's where our grill's going to go. Oh, there was a sink here. That's where our sink's going to go. It doesn't, didn't necessarily flow like it should have for a commercial kitchen, mm. but that's when we took the moment. We're like, well, we're closed anyway. Let's, Mm -hmm. revamp and get that all yeah, fun, reworked. And fun fact, we looked at that building probably before you did. Did you? To have Coldwell there. Oh. Yeah, and then we were just like, ah, I don't think it'll work, and then they ended up over here, but yeah, it was almost a real So it didn't office. speak to you like it's... It I'm glad it didn't speak I'm to you. I didn't too. want to get into a bidding war <laughs> with you. I, mean. I, I prefer the coffee there. Yeah. 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 We need it. I mean, yes. we, li we live off of this here in Chesapeake City, so... Yeah. Uh, for anybody out there that's not familiar with Chesapeake City, which I can't imagine is too much of our audience at this yeah. point, but um, if you haven't been downtown to Chesapeake City and got coffee uh, with Tammy, make sure you stop by and do that. Yeah, um, it's a great experience and uh, I mean, just keeps you going. Great oh, location thank you. too. Yeah, thank you. Oh, I mean, location you, you, you is everything. You guys have yeah. uh, just a great spot, great people, great product. I mean, it. Thank you. Love it. Is Thank the um, ice cream shop down there going to be open again? Or, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's part of um, the Baird House. That's right. Which okay. is now owned by the owners of Prime. That's so they've right. Kind so they'll of, keep yeah. that running. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and they've turned it into like some fun, like for some of the pub crawl. And, you know, they turned it into like a little to go place nice. and but yeah everyone loves the ice cream shop it's good yeah, it's, we, we used to we used to come there by boat there. like years ago we'd come by boat just for the ice cream just something to do yeah we've yeah. talked about uh launching our boat at stemmer's run and then driving up to chesapeake city early one morning and then just hanging out in town yeah, yeah. i think we actually did it once maybe i can't remember but it always seems like a good idea and then yeah i mean literally for anybody listening if you haven't been for some reason to chesapeake city <laughs> like you're gonna fall in love with it like yeah. there's right. no way not to right i mean I, I i selfishly think it's the greatest town in america yeah i, I do I, I just believe i'll it. second that yeah, I mean, I'll, awesome. like, yeah. yeah i love it that's great um any challenges that that you want to share so somebody's out there and they're like yeah i have a corporate job too and i want to own a business but you know, I don't know what to expect. Is there challenges you could share and maybe like, uh, I should say maybe more challenges because we've already talked about a couple, <laughs> right? but like maybe other things that were unforeseen that you are working your way through or that you've overcame. Um, so honestly, just employees in the workforce and finding good employees has been the biggest challenge. When mm -hmm. I first opened, um, I had my two sons had worked for restaurants before. So I was like, oh, there's I had zero kitchen experience. Free I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. No, they weren't free. Oh. Oh, trust me. Trust me, they weren't free. <laughs> um, but they had kind of more experience than I did, you know, so that they were my weekend help. Um, I had my best friend that worked for me. So in my mind, I was like, oh, we're gonna open a cute little coffee shop. It'll be me and Sharon and the boys. Life is good. And then quickly, like, you know, we started, we we had like just little skillets is how we did our breakfast sandwiches. Like, you know, just like the skillets and, you know, we'd pre-cook enough bacon for the day, which was like four servings of bacon. Like, you know what I mean? We laugh at like our humble beginnings. We're like, wow. Yeah. Um, very quickly, we're like, all right, this is, 
more than four people can we handle. We need professional and help. We need we needed <laughs> yeah. we needed help. So, but finding employees has been the so at the beginning it ended up being like my best friend, her son. He's never cracked an egg in his life. You know, I was like, I'll take him. I, I don't even out. care. You know, here this is how you crack an egg. This is you know how you make a grilled cheese. We'll mm-hmm. we'll figure it out. Um, and then I had my boys. You know, if they had a girlfriend, the girlfriend was going to work there. <laughs> um, you know, their their friends worked there. Um, then you know. The, the problem is we've we've got a great group of kids, but they're yeah. all like, you know, the the honor students, the, the ones with high aspirations. So like mm-hmm. come August, we turn around our full crew all over again because they're all going to college, like all the high school kids. So yeah. um, then we got into my kids, younger brothers and sisters we got, you know, and it, so but now I've kind of like, you know, because they're now 21, almost 22 and 24. Mm-hmm. Um, we've run out of that little line so um now it's like you know we just started word of mouth like hey if you really love coffee come work here and you know if you have a friend that wants to work here but um but it's hard kids you know they have busy lives i see a lot a lot of them are in sports yeah i see a lot lot of of students a lot of you know people from bowman are just from you know coaching over there i think that's that's just cool yeah, um, but it's that. but it's hard. They're like, yeah, oh, I, yeah. I really want to work. They they want money, but when it comes down to it, having fun is important too. So they're mm-hmm. like, oh, I might want one shift. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah. So it's hard. I have twenty two employees, if you can believe that. No way. Wow. So learning to juggle that is hard. Dude, um, and crazy. you know, luckily we have a scheduling tool that they can ask off, and you know, I'm, I get time off requests all the time because. There's a concert, there's a game, there's, you know, prom, prom, I've already got nine, you know, requests off and it's like, and you can't really tell them no, Mm -hmm. you know, and Mm -hmm. that's what we said. Well, during the summer, we had one week that we had like seven people on vacation. Well, I can't tell them no, they're high school kids, their family's going on vacation. It's not even, you know, so you just have to figure it out. You know, those are the weeks that I work a lot of hours. I was going to say, you work too, right? I mean. Yeah, well, and that's, that is the one thing that I will tell you, um, you can't have a business and not work it yeah you know and i might get to the point where i have good people that i can step away and i go on vacations you know our vacations are pretty much like november to march and then Mm. it stops because i can't be away in the summer on the weekends it's Um, kind of a vacation atmosphere here anyway yeah Yeah. but you have to work your business like you you have to you're in it you know what's going on you know what's wrong you know what's working you know things like that Right. Which is awesome. So yeah. if anybody's out there listening and you know a great employee <laughs> that Tammy could use. I mean, what a great place to work, though. 22 for people. That's so cool. So in most of the kids that we have, this is their first job, maybe their second job. And I feel kind of like a mom responsibility of teaching them, you know, a skill or a lesson that they can take with them for their next jobs. And, Absolutely. you know, Chris, Chris uh, so shout out to shout Chris out McCartan. To Chris, yeah, because yeah. if I don't mention him, I'm yeah. in so much trouble. He's, he's the best free labor he's I could man. ever. Chris is awesome. He's, he's the breakfast sandwich master. Um, but we have our little squabbles about you're being too hard on these kids. He's like, they need to stay off their damn phones. You know, they're getting paid. You know, he's like, I'm here for free and I'm doing this. And they're on their phones checking Snapchat. Like, you know, yeah. so I ha- we have to have that, you know, good cop, bad cop balance mm-hmm. of, you know, he's like, you're giving them a false expectation that this is what the real world is like. And they can't think that. And, right. and it, you know, it's, it's hard, but I'm more the nurturer, the mom, the you know, but they're really busy, you know, they're, you know, we have our busy spurts. So if, you know, once everything's, you know, calmed down a little bit and, you know, you take a second to check your phone or do whatever, you know, just, but it, and it's hard to instill that type technologies kind of, yeah. it, it's, 
it's made it, you know, they're glued to their phones, it's, you know. Um, so yeah. it's it's that delicate balance of I want to keep them happy and I want them to enjoy being there. Right. Like, I don't want them, like, I've got to go to work. I want them to, you know, and, and I think we have created a pretty fun atmosphere. Um, like most it. of the kids, yeah. like, even when they're not on the clock, they'll come by in the morning. They're like, hey, just here to get a coffee, you know. And yeah. Um, but, yeah, I feel like that first responsibility that I have is, like, teaching them kind of how to be a good employee. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can't just call out because your head might hurt a little bit. Like, you know, take some Advil and come to work. Yeah, like, yeah. that's. Um, <laughs> so, like, so you're kind of the you're an unofficial parent to a lot of people. Oh, yes. I've you, got a lot of children now. That's, yeah, you're yeah. kind of like an, an unofficial, like, uh, figurehead in the town. You know what I mean? Because oh, everybody comes to you to find things out. I mean, you're. Well, and I involve myself in the chamber. You're very involved um, in the community. And because, like, you can't have a right to complain if you're not involved. That's my thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it to me, you know, I want to know what's going on. Yeah. I want to know. And, you know, if I'm going to be part of it, I may as well just jump right in and be part of it. It's And that's what keeps me connected. People are like, hey, I'm going to come to you first because you seem to know. Mm-hmm. I can't even tell you how many people... I'm looking for a house to rent. I'm looking for a house to sale. You always, you know, yeah. you always hear things. What do you hear? So. That's what Jason's here for. That's exactly. <laughs> that, that's, why, that's why we've got his face on the bulletin board. We've, we've got the, the realtor wall there, you know, yeah. that's, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm happy to see, uh, just throw this out there, that the, um, what do you call these things? The sleeves. The sleeves. Sleeves. Um, no longer have, uh, we'll call a competition on it. <laughs> oh, it was one day. It was one day. No, I, I want to throw that in here. Because, uh, yeah, Kayla's awesome. She's a good friend of mine. And um, I tell everyone, I don't care if you use me, but use somebody that's local and yes. reputable for your mortgage. And she is absolutely that. So um, she's a good friend of mine. She actually did the loan on our house because they have a oh, great okay. construction program. So um, just, uh, you know, throwing that out there. But yeah, maybe yeah. we can get some sleeves. I don't know. With, 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 with my logo on it. Every time I see something like that, I'm like, this is my fault because I don't do any, like, you know what I mean? Like whether it's a, a coffee sleeve, whether it's a coaster, like well, right. I can't be angry at it because I'm not doing those things. Yeah. Right? It comes back to me. But at the same right. time, when I see it, I'm like, man, that's a good idea. Yeah. Like, why didn't I, why don't I just have that conversation? I just don't. I've had a couple of people approach me and it just never happened. I was like, all right, well, this is how much these cost and this is how many we go through. They're like, oh, yeah. that's a lot. Like, yeah. and, and it is. Thanks. So, um, but I feel like that was probably my best marketing tool that oh, yeah. I implemented because the high school kids, they bring it, they have their sleeve on their coffee and everyone, you know, they see it and they're like, what's, why does everyone have these coffee sleeves? And the teachers started coming. They're like, well, all my kids in my class have these coffee sleeves. I got to go check yeah. it out. Like, you know, it must be the cool thing to do. So love it. Yeah. That is awesome. Well, we appreciate you being here. Thank yeah. you so much. Do you have any closing thoughts or words that you want to share with everyone? How do people find you? Yeah. Um, like Facebook, Facebook, Instagram, all that. And Instagram, um, Cafe in the Bay, LLC, I think is the. And every now and then Chris will throw a TikTok around too yeah, yeah he, and if you're not careful unofficial- he will include you in the tiktok ah. he's my unofficial marketing manager as well he's yeah. taken it upon himself to um create these crazy- he's probably gonna uh, make one that zooms in on these cups Yes, that was based great. on this episode. Have yeah, you have you ever too. had an episode where he didn't text you and screenshot <laughs> the cop? It's been, he, it's been a few episodes where he hasn't. So yeah, Chris, yeah. Get back on it. Yeah, so. <laughs> but I just want to thank you, Tammy, because your business—I know it means a lot to me, but I know it means a lot to so many people in the community, and oh. I, I really can't picture Chesapeake City without Catherine. Oh, and the friendships sure. we have made—just. Yeah. 
you know, it, it's been it's been really cool. All that's the friendships the that thing. we made, and I feel like if I can make somebody smile that day, that's my goal in life. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you, Tammy. Yes, thank you so much. One more thing I wanted to throw out there. Me and Jason have been talking. It was his idea. What do you think about a Chesapeake City? We'll call it. I don't know. Net, net walking. Oh, yeah. Where we go, like we take a walk uh, as a networking group. Okay. But we walk through Chesapeake City and do like a net and maybe net walking. Either stop by the coffee shop place or something along those lines. Yeah. Think no, people would be on board with that? Yeah, let's do it. I right. didn't, didn't know that was my idea, but I'll take that. It was your idea. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we developed it together. Oh, there we go. It, it was your idea to begin with. I want to give credit where credit is due. But thank you so much, guys. Go see Tammy at Cafe on the Bay. Uh, I know we will be back for sure. Probably um, in a couple hours. Yeah. <laughs> before the day's over. So uh, thanks, thanks, again for, thanks for having us. I really yeah. appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So much fun. Thanks, guys. We'll see you later. Thanks. Yeah.